You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 68. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode. In this episode, we're going to share with you the key takeaways from the 2018 American Public Health Association's conference in San Diego. I had originally planned to just share my thoughts, but decided to reach out to others in the uh, the community, others who had attended the conference, and gather feedback from members of our community as well. So first, I'll go through the collective feedback, and then I'll share with you five of my personal takeaways from the conference. So I asked the same question to several different people. They had basically a link to a survey monkey that I put together and I collected those responses. So the first question I asked was, what did you like most about the conference? And really hands down, the emerging theme, the common theme among all the responses was networking. So the thing that everyone liked the most about the conference was networking. So just specifically, some of the responses said networking um, as far as the classes on chronic diseases, um, meeting other MPH students who are interested in similar research and attending roundtable discussions and having the opportunity to speak directly with researchers and programmers, you know, meeting professionals in the field. Um, another set of responses was they, they like the speedy networking events. And then some of the responses just simply said the networking. So the common theme for what people like most about the conference was networking. And I tend to agree. That's one of the things I like the most. But I also really like the research. I really enjoy staying up to date on the latest research in public health, whether it's a poster presentation or it's an oil presentation. I just really like being up to date on the research and looking at what people are doing and the methodology and the findings. It's just really, it's really exciting to, it's one of my favorite parts. So the next question I asked was, what did you like least about the conference? Again, these are just open-ended questions, but the emergent theme here was that people did not like that there were so many overlapping presentations, like really good presentations, and there were so many that overlapped. So specifically, um, too many good and interesting presentations overlapped, couldn't see them all. Um, Let's see, another one says overlapping presentations in committees. Um, More just kept saying over, you know, really interesting events were taking place at the same time. Too many interesting events taking place at the same time. So the emergent, the common theme there is overlapping presentations. Now, there were some other themes, I mean, other responses that did not um, exactly fit that category. Or there's a little, if we were talking statistically, we talk about those outliers. Um, But I don't have their permission to mention names. So I won't go into any further. And since they were just kind of one off, I'd just kind of sticking to the common themes as I discuss it here with you guys. But I did have one that was a little, a bit of an outlier, but I'm going to mention it because I can resonate with this one to some degree. And the response just simply said the redundant conversation and presentations about 25 year old health problems. And I can understand where that's coming from. Um, 
we are really having conversations about problems that are very old problems and they are redundant because we have not figured out the solutions. And one of the things that I remember hearing several um, speakers mention and um, that included the uh, Surgeon General and um, our Executive Director, Dr. Benjamin. I mean, one of the things they said, and, and there were others that said this as well, but some of the actions that we need to take now in terms of policy and advocacy and and really taking action um, over these next few years are really important so that we don't have this repeated conversation in another five years or 10 years down the road. So I guess to maybe break this cycle, there are definitely some, some more, mm, I guess, dramatic actions that need to be taking place. And there was a lot of sp- uh, conversation about policies that need to change, and we need to advocate for policies that align with you know our mission and our vision for public health. Now, that's Dr. Huntley's interpretation of these things, and my response to that comment. Um, I don't know if there if it's as simple as that, but you know that's just my takeaway, adding to what uh, this respondent had typed in there as well. Now, another question that I asked was, what were your top one or two key takeaway messages from the conference? And I am just going to read a couple of these that um, I've just selected as some of my favorite among the responses that I received. So again, the question is, what are your one or two top key, uh, top takeaway messages from the conference? So one respondent said, um, public health covers a lot of topics um, I did not. I don't get to see every day, and a lot of researchers and students are doing amazing work. And this person gave me her permission to give her name. So, Barbara, thank you for that response. Um, I really think that um, that's part of why I like the research so much is because I do get to see something outside of what I normally work in and what I'm normally involved in every day, and it's really exciting to see what people are doing. So, I agree with you on that comment, Barbara. Another response was, health inequality still exists, and it's up to each public health official to make a difference in their own way. And I agree with that one. That's very strong. And this is uh, sort of aligning with, uh, I guess, the response and the the comment about the redundant conversations and presentations. I mean, that's really what we really, we're going to have to take some dramatic actions in order to not have these repeated conversations another five years or 10 years from now. Another response in terms of a key takeaway was, Stay, um, stay hopeful and persevere. That was a key takeaway for another response or respondent. Um, the health issues and topics um, that I'm interested in won't conclude in the next two to five years. The field of public health aims to create long-term change and the fruits of our work may not be realized in, uh, for some time. And that's an important point because, you know, uh, you know, almost the idea of the seeds that we plant today may not harvest for years to come. Um, but we do have to continue to do the work. So sometimes we will see a, we, you know, we'll reap those benefits and we'll see those changes really quickly. And some of those will take time. So I do agree with that as well. And let's see, another response here is, as far as takeaway, is the opening sessions uh, speakers highlighted Let me read this fully. Okay, the opening session speakers highlighted health disparities and showcased why we need uh, to be advocates for health uh, equity. Um, There's a need to involve non-traditional public health professionals as part of the solution to public health concerns. 
You know, I love that that's talking my language right there. And that's actually something that the Surgeon General spoke about earlier this year, earlier in um, National Public Health Week uh, 2018, about, you know, the need and the, the power of non-traditional partnerships. And um, that's really what we need to do. Like, for example, public health agencies and the community church or community centers, um, so those uh, that's really important, and that is how we will. That's definitely a powerful way to attack this problem of, you know, or uh, kind of reduce the health disparities. Um, another message, another key takeaway here is that there's basically still work to do, um, and that's really putting it very simply and very powerfully. Let's see. There is one more. I'll read to you. And this came from Timnit, and she said, The importance of statistical softwares in public health and the emerging world of IT is a field, two hard fields, two hard skills, and many public health students should engage. So she said that the importance of statistical softwares and uh, the emerging world of IT are two fields um, that students should engage in. They're hard skills to gain. So as a student, if you have the opportunity to, we all have the ability to learn because we all have to take some level of, you know, information technology and we learn on some statistical software as a student. So really capitalizing on that and really you know, sharpening that skill as a student is really important. And that's a very good point, Tim, that you bring on that. And I agree with you. It's really important skill. And uh, any student that catches that, uh, you know, that's really like a little golden nugget there. If you can take advantage of the ability to really sharpen those skills while you're a student and then expand from there. So those are some, that was some of our collective feedback. Um, I had a message here from Raphael that he, he said that I wish I had the chance to meet folks from our Facebook group. And I agree with you. I really do. I, I found I met a lot of people from our community just randomly here and there throughout the, the course of the conference. And I found out afterwards that certain people were there that I never got. I didn't know they were going to be there and I didn't get a chance to meet. And Raphael, I wish that we had um, had a chance to meet as well. And I think that's something that I will try to, I'll be thinking about it for next year. And I'm not sure how we can do that, but it would really be nice. We have a, a great community through our Facebook group. It's really interactive. We have a LinkedIn group as well, a podcast group. And I think it would be really nice to have a way to, um, I don't know if we need to find little identifiers where we can identify with other members in the group as we're walking around, maybe a pin or a shirt or some, something where we arrange a time to get together. But if we try to arrange something, the, the trouble is there's already so much packed into that event that trying to add another time for everyone to get together would just be, uh, just, I don't know, that'd be really, really difficult to do. But we've got a year. So, Raphael, if you've got some ideas, reach out to me. I'm going to be thinking about it as well. A way to, um, you know, really meet in person as a community would be really, really nice. So thank you to all of the people who participated in my little survey and, and provided responses. I really enjoyed reading what others had to say and your 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 takeaways as well. And, um, you know, and just kind of reliving that little experience and, and just listening to what others had to say that that was just really appreciated. I thank you for doing that. Everybody who participated. Now I just will add to that. Just, I just narrowed it down to five things that I wanted to mention in terms of feedback. And I really could go beyond that, but I'm going to stick to five. So my number one um, thing that I really liked about the conference, I don't know if these are going to be, I'm just going to call them takeaways. So 
seeing old friends, and I met with three amazing ladies that I graduated with. It was the first time that we had been together in the same physical location since our commencement ceremony. And I mean, although we've kept in touch over the years, uh, you know, and across the miles, they have um, each been a guest on my podcast, and it was truly a pleasure to see them again and share some laughs together. And oh, it was great. So Dr. Braxton is, um, and she was interviewed in episode number four, Dr. Kathy uh, Bianco in episode number three, and Dr. Cynthia Hickman in episode 31. If you guys would like to check those episodes out, the, I was able to spend some time with these three amazing ladies, and it was uh, it was a delight. It was exciting. Um, we were like kids. <laughs> there was <laughs> it was just a lot of fun to just have those precious moments together um, uh, at the conference. So, hello again to all of you amazing ladies, and you guys check out those episodes when you have the opportunity. And another thing that I really like, my number two point here, is I was able to meet with so many members of our community face-to-face. Now, although I did not get to see everyone, and I hate to miss anybody, um, but and, and my apologies for not being able to mention everyone by name, but to every one of you who came out and said hello to me, it really meant a lot. So a special hello to Jane, who reached out to me a few months before, uh, well, several months before, but she she especially let me know that she would be attending the conference. And we bumped into each other a few times during the conference. We even attended a Twitter party together, was able to sit together, and we ate and laughed, and it was just so much fun. I really enjoy getting to know her. Um, my husband was with me at that event, so we've, you know, just like, it was just really, really um, intimate to be able to sit there and laugh and talk and enjoy the atmosphere. We pulled in another person that I don't even remember her name now, but we all sat together and really had a good time. But I really enjoy meeting Jane and, and having that, those moments together. Um, a special hello to Raul and Padma also. I met both of them last year at the conference, and I was so excited to catch up a bit with them and learn um, that they have both graduated now. They were both at the uh, the social function for the epidemiology section. And uh, they came up to me and and uh, they both graduated pursuing their careers in public health. And I felt like a proud mama being, you know, getting their updates. So that was really, really exciting. And I enjoyed those few moments to see them and, and get hugs. So a number three for me is meeting with a couple of members of my Developing Your Public Health Career Strategy program. So those of you are familiar with that program, um, it is my coaching program that I developed early in 2018. And I've had several members go through that program throughout the course of the year. And I had a couple of members who actually attended the APHA conference as well. And we had been in, in touch with each other and I knew that they would be there. But sitting down to discuss their progress in more detail was really, really nice. Um, working together in the online platform is great. And being able to then meet and visit face-to-face, you know, just, I don't know, it's like an extra bonus. So a special hello to Rania and Ebony. I really enjoyed seeing you both, and I wish we could have had a bit more time together, but maybe next time we'll plan a special meetup for members of the strategy program. I think that would be really nice. we have to just make that happen. So number four for me is meeting new people. That was a huge benefit. Um, 
networking with other like-minded professionals is something I really enjoyed at this, you know, about this event. So, you know, there's just many professionals are really approachable at the conference where they may not, you know, well, just be more difficult to reach, you know, reach out to them in another setting. So for example, our former APHA president, Dr. Jones, is an amazing woman. Being able to talk with her for a few minutes was like being recharged. You know, she is such an intelligent and gracious leader with a caring heart. So that was truly a special blessing for me to be able to have some time to talk with her and meet her. It was also my pleasure to speak with the APHA's executive director, Dr. Georges Benjamin. I told him briefly about the podcast and his response was, that's really great. Thank you for what you're doing to help encourage others. Ah, that made me smile. I was a little starstruck. I got pictures with everybody. So that was really great for me. Again, meeting and speaking with these public health leaders was, was, was awesome. And the fact that they were available and approachable really stood out to me. All right, so number five is I was very pleasantly surprised to find out how popular the podcast is and realize how much it has grown since the beginning. That was a very pleasant surprise, but still was a surprise. It's one thing for me to follow the statistical growth. You know, I follow the numbers every month, but it's so different to actually have people come up to me and say wonderful things about how much they've been enjoying the podcast and was very moved by, you know, I was just very moved by that part of the whole experience. So thank you all. That was awesome. There's so much more I, I took away from the meeting but I need to wrap things up for now. So I'll spend some time processing my notes as all of you should do. Those of you who attended the conference, I know you took a lot of notes. There's a lot of information. You know, so I'll spend some time processing my notes, applying what I've learned and, you know, just feeding off of that information for months to come. All right, APHA 2019 will be in Philadelphia. So if you visit the APHA's website, you can get the exact dates and market calendars. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, I want to say a special thank you to everyone that I met at the conference, but just was not able to mention you by name on this episode. You are all amazing, and I sincerely appreciate you for being a part of this podcast community. All right, so be sure to click that subscribe button so that you can get the latest episodes delivered directly to your mobile device as soon as they are released. You won't miss anything and you'll be among the first to hear the latest episodes. All right, everyone, until next time, have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com.